Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's the last podcast episode of the regular season, the playoffs, excuse me, of the 2022-23 NFL season. Eagles Chiefs Super Bowl tonight at 6.30 on Fox. It's probably one of the big, it's probably been one of the best years for Philadelphia sports. Uh, you have the Phillies who went all the way to the World Series. You had the Union who went all the way to the MLS Cup. Uh, both losing on the same night when we traveled mm-hmm. to Kentucky. Uh, Manny remembers that fondly, of course. Uh, and now with the Eagles making the Super Bowl once again, uh, it's an exciting time to be an Eagles fan. But I'm not going to lie to you. I have been I, – I couldn't sleep last night. Like I, w- I woke up at like 6 this morning. I, I just could not sleep. I was so excited. It is probably one of the best days of the year for me already. It's one of the best days. Uh, for you, looking at this, let's just get into it quickly. Looking at it from an outsider's perspective, what's your view of the Super Bowl as a whole? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is, uh, I guess, I, I thought this before when I was just thinking of the game later that I feel like whenever you get teams are like so evenly matched like this i feel like one always ends up blowing the other one out um it happened in with denver uh and seattle that was the last one i really thought of it was offense versus defense it's gonna everyone thought it was gonna be tight like that and then the seahawks just ended up blowing everyone out um the broncos i think were the majority the majority favorite in that one i think just because of the offense paying manning and everything and they end up getting blown out so that's the first thought that came to my mind this morning, because um, everyone everyone's already expecting it to be tight uh, t- for the Chiefs to stay with it because of Mahomes. But I wouldn't be surprised if one team blows out the other one. Uh, I don't know which one that would be, but um, it's going to be exciting. I think at least the first the first half should be exciting. Hopefully. Um, but we'll see how it goes. I can't pick a winner right now. I mean, we're going to have to by the end of this episode, but um, I'm excited to see how it goes and how it develops. And I don't know, we'll see what side of the ball makes the bigger play, I guess. This is a hot topic, of course, every single year on the Super Bowl. Are you looking forward to the commercials or no? Not really. I, I feel like I, I don't really pay attention to them. Uh, unless one's like kind of funny or I recognize somebody in it. I don't really anticipate any commercials or or try and pick the best one it all just flies over my head really that's fair i feel like every year there's like a couple that do really well you know what i'm actually interested to see what the what m&ms do because remember they had that huge announcement uh getting rid of their candy spokesperson which that's a whole other that's a whole other topic that we are not going to get into uh i'm interested to see what they do for that tonight uh coca-cola always has something good um i'm trying to think if there's anybody else i know wawa is do, has a super bowl commercial with jason kelsey in it so i'm excited for that i don't know if we'll get that here but they do have a commercial so i'll definitely have to look out for that it is interesting another part of the super bowl the halftime show yep what are you thinking for to, what are you thinking for tonight's show with rihanna i'm honest i i'm not the Biggest fan, granted, I never really got into her music, but I would say I am excited just to see the performance because I feel like the level of performance has gotten better and better 
you know, every year over the last five, six years, uh, especially with Apple taking over, choosing who's going to do it, I think is only going to continue to increase the quality. Right. Yeah. I think, yeah, another, not just a performance, because like you said, it's always something big, like something extravagant uh, for these shows. Um, I'm excited to see if there's a, a little cameo to somebody. Last year, there was like a bunch of people on. Um, there was a bunch of rappers and a bunch of different artists on. So um, the year before that, uh, I can't remember. It might have been Shakira and J-Lo, if I'm not mistaken. But they had a cameo. Bad Bunny came out. So I'm excited to see if Rihanna is going to have somebody secret come out, surprise everybody. Uh, that's what I'm sort of anticipating. But um, can't go wrong with Rihanna. Um, I'll watch. I'm not going to skip over it. I'll definitely stay tuned and watch. Yeah, I think Drake is the hot pick at the moment. He did. He did just perform out in Phoenix. Uh, I think a couple of days ago. So he is the hot topic at the moment of who's going to be the cameo for tonight's performance. I'm looking again, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good. But, you know, with the Eagles being in it, my focus is going to be on the Eagles. And that's about it for me. So let's get into it. This is probably going to be one of the best games of the season. Uh I've heard so many things. I've heard like what you said, that it's going to be a blowout. I have the Chiefs blow the Eagles out, which I don't think is going to happen. Not being a biased Eagles fan, I just don't see the Eagles defense, you know, caving in uh, from my perspective, at least. If anything, I think it'll be, again, non okay, not really biased, but I kind of hope it's the Eagles blowing out the Chiefs, of course. But I've also heard really – I've heard a lot of close uh, – a lot of predictions that it's going to be a close game. I think that's ultimately what's going to be. I forget who it was yesterday was saying that it was going to be special teams that was going to win the game. For the Eagles, I can't remember who it was. There's someone on ESPN. Um, but I could easily I could easily see it being, you know, a 27-24, a 38-28, a – 35 31 like that kind of close game where you know it's high scoring and you know you still get that excitement throughout the game up until the last couple of minutes of the game um i guess let's start with the afc side let's start with the chiefs uh again patrick mahone's health is is a question from what we've seen he is you know getting a lot better and he looks <laughs> excuse me he looks a lot healthier in practice, but the issue is still there that this Chiefs team, and I don't think any team in the league, has seen what this Eagles defense can do. You know, they talked about it on ESPN this morning. You know, you they were mentioning how Mahomes obviously is one of the best scramblers in the league. So if you get him outside, he's fine. But you have Brandon Graham, you have Josh Sweat, you know, you have uh, Hassan Reddick uh, on the outside. All right. So let's move inside the tackles. You also have Javon Hargrave. You have Fletcher Cox. You have Lindale Joseph. You have Ndamukong Sue. There's not a lot of room for this Chiefs rushing attack. I will say, though, Isaiah Pacheco will have a good game. I will say that he's done really well so far this season. He's had a really impressive rookie season. I think he'll have at least a tutty tonight. I want to say 60, 70 yards rushing. But I don't think you're going to see much rushing attack from this Chiefs side, given how good 
the Eagles' run defense is. So you move to the pass game. Of course, Mahomes is, again, one of he is probably the number one quarterback in the league at the moment. The things he can do are unique to him and only him in the league. He is an extremely athletic and impressive uh, player, and he can do stuff that, again, nobody else can do. Granted, again, you have not faced a team like the Eagles where you have a stout secondary. Again, you don't even we haven't even mentioned Kazir White. You haven't mentioned TJ Edwards. Uh, you haven't mentioned I'm forgetting the other linebacker now, which is not good. Um, oh, that's gonna bother me. Uh, and then your second, I mean, your secondary is probably what you'd have to say number one, right? Probably. I would say so as a whole tandem. Yeah, probably. I can't think of anybody else that comes to my head right now. No, I mean, you, yeah, because you have Slay and Bradbury on the outside covering your ones and twos. You have Avante Maddox as your strong safety, CJ Gardner Johnson as your strong or free safety or interchangeable, I think, either way. Um, that's a danger. I mean, it, it's talked about for days now, it's been talked about all season. The Eagles' defense is vaunted. There's nobody like it in the league. I do, how, however, have concern with this team because there is one Travis Kelsey on the other side for the Chiefs. Did you guys play the Chiefs this season or no? We did not. No, we played you guys. No. That's it. That's right, yeah. So, again, you look at Travis Kelsey, someone who is probably yeah easily a guaranteed Hall of Famer and pretty much everyone's books. He's the greatest tight end over the last five, six, seven, eight seasons. He's still only 30. He's 32, but he's still pro- producing like he's 24. Uh, he's the one person that really scares me. Besides Mahomes, of course, uh, depending on his health and how often Eagles can get after him, Kelsey scares me. He really scares me. I'm interested to see how we how we cover him tonight because you still have to worry about MDS. You still have to worry about Juju. You know, they're not premier wide receivers, but they're still talented wide receivers. I mean, there's a reason that Chiefs pick both of them up in free agency. Yeah, I think uh, the, interesting you touched on it just because from watching the Eagles a bit, um, yeah, their MVS and Juju aren't, um, you wouldn't consider them top five receivers, right? But um, at, at a couple of occasions, you could see one of the two getting beat deep, Slayer Bradbury. And either time that, that it's happened, the rare times that it has happened, the quarterback is either missed or it's just the play has not been completed. So I look for them to try and kind of do that. If they want to send pressure on Mahomes to see how well he scrambles or just to prevent that, see how that ankle holds up, they could do that. But again, I would have – I mean, I'm not saying I don't have confidence in them in man coverage because they're probably two of the best this season. But there's always that risk that one of them could get beat deep. Bradbury more than Slay. I've seen it happen to Bradbury more. But that's the risk of it. And I am interested to see how they do guard Kelsey because – Again, I it would have to be zone, I would think, um, just because you can't have one guy on him unless you double him in man coverage, obviously. But if you do zone, you run the risk of Mahomes kind of trying to pick that apart um, rather than manning them up. So it'll be interesting how that game of chess goes just because, um, again, we have to see how Mahomes moving on that ankle. 
he did say he feels a lot better on it this week, obviously with the rest and everything like that. So we'll see. I would like to see them run the ball more. Um, they kind of got away from it with the with the Bengals game, or at least Pacheco and McKinnon. They didn't really have the numbers to prove that they had a decent impact on the game. I would like to see a lot more of that in this one because I think in a shootout, usually the team with more weapons wins, and I think in a shootout, I think the Eagles would just score more often than, than the Chiefs would. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting, that game of chess for the Chiefs offense, but as well defensively, I don't know. Chris Jones had the game of his life against the Bengals. Um, can he do it again against the Eagles offensive line? I don't know. It'll be tough because from across the board, each one of them, each one of those linemen is really good. And on the edges, I don't know. Frank Clark is up there in playoff sacks, but I don't know if he lines up on the left or the right if he'll be going up against Lane Johnson or not. Um, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, I mean, Lane Johnson's really... better than the other one though. Oh, I don't Lane know. Just, Johnson hasn't allowed a sack in like I don't even know. I think like three or two years. My Lada hasn't either. My Lada's getting it. I mean, you look at all right from if you're looking at the edges. Yeah, Frank Clark has had an impressive postseason so far. I mean, he's really done some exceptional things. He's three sacks away from breaking the record for most sacks in the playoffs, which is currently held by Willie McGinnis. Yeah, uh, and then. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna I miss his name. I forget it now. Uh Bruce Smith, I think, is the name from the Bills. Um, I'm probably butchering his name. I forget it now. But he's in that he's in second and then Frank Clark. You're either going up against Joy Mylotta, six eight, three sixty-five, or you're going up against Lane Johnson, who is also a guaranteed Hall of Famer. I mean, it is not easy for this team. Yeah, okay, you go in, then you go inside while you're facing another Hall of Famer, Jason Kelsey, which scares me because this might be his last game, which has been talked about a lot. It's really freaking me out. Even though this happened last season and they were like, oh, we don't know if he's going to come back. And then Sirianni convinced him by sending him a keg of beer. Uh, you know, that's, I'm not worried about Kelsey. I'm not worried about my lot. I'm not worried about, uh, Lane Johnson, I want to make sure that interior, the guards especially, uh, Landon Dickerson is fantastic. I mean, I think he's real. He's a fantastic player. He's proved everyone wrong so far. He had a, lot, a couple of you know pretty severe injuries in college uh, that moved him down to the second round. Otherwise, he would have been a you know top fifteen pick. Uh, you also have Isaac Sumalo on the uh, on the right guard. Uh, he's if you're looking at it, he is definitely the weakest link. So if mm-hmm. I'm if I'm the Chiefs' defensive coordinator, Steve Spagnola, I would put Chris Jones over Stumalo. Uh, but then you just have Kelsey double team Chris Jones. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you were watching ESPN this morning, um, but they were showing you know last game when the Eagles were playing the 49ers. They showed Javon Kinlaw, who's probably one of the better D linemen in the league. He got pushed five yards off the ball by Dickerson and Mylotta. Again, that's 700 plus pounds of muscle coming right at them or coming at Kinlaw. So he had no shot. But you look at this, I, you know, going back to it, I guess the, for the Chiefs defense, yeah, you have Chris Jones, you have Frank Clark, you have two good 
linebackers yeah. and Willie Gay and Nick Bolton. Nick Bolton's really good. I think he's a great cover linebacker. Uh, really aggressive and he fit he fits Bagnola's system well. My concern, not really concern, my positive is that that secondary is so young, extremely inexperienced. And in a game like this, I don't know if they're going to be able to hold up. So you look at it from the other side, this line of scrimmage, you look at the Eagles offense. We just talked about the offensive line. It is going to be as much as I want to see them run the ball, and they will run the ball. There's no question about that. Sanders is almost 1,300 yards on the season. It is going to be a 300-plus yard passing game for Jalen Hurts, in my opinion. It is going to be – I think so. I feel confident in that. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you're going to be targeting that Chiefs defense. Uh, You know, this is a hot take. Okay. <laughs> I don't think the Chiefs defense is all that. It's not. Beyond, it's not really elite, I wouldn't say. No, it's not. When you lost Ty- when you lose Tyron Matthew to free agency, who's your probably the vocal leader of the defense, was the vocal leader of the defense. That's a huge loss. And then you have a couple of C- our, you know, veteran guys go down in the secondary, you bring your pre- your, you know, your rookies in and they've done a good job. But again, you're facing a team like the Eagles where you have weapons at wide receiver, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, tight end, Dallas Goddard. You also have running backs, Miles Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell, uh, and the biggest weapon of them all, Jalen Hurts. Hurts is a dangerous, dangerous weapon, both passing and rushing. He's probably the best rushing quarterback in the league right now, in my opinion. I think that's probably up there for debate, but I feel like his stats proved it this year. I mean, he is he's I think he has more he has more rushing TDs than he does passing TDs, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think you um, might be right. So you're looking, I mean, it is going to be a passing game for me. I still think Sanders gets over a hundred, but I don't think again, it's still gonna be Passing 300, Jalen Hurts over 300, uh, in my opinion. I think they're going to be able to. I was going to say, do you think that's um, that might be going against who they are as a team, as their identity a little bit? Like, would you do that in the Super Bowl? Because that's, in my opinion, I think the Eagles are more run first. That's what their identity is. They want to base it off the run. See, they did that last year. They were really, uh-huh. I mean, they uh, they went heavy on the run because you didn't have the weapons that I think you you had. I mean, you add right. in A.J. Brown, who is a top top five, top seven wide receiver in the league. Devontae Smith was getting doubled on every play last year. And Goddard's been good. Goddard's such an underrated tight end, in my opinion. Again, non-biased on Goddard. He really is such a fantastic tight end. And he's done an exceptional job over the last couple of seasons, especially this season. You were getting Goddard and Smith doubled up on every play, and you had nobody else. Well, now you have A.J. Brown, who maybe takes your double teams. And really, I mean, I'll be honest, he hasn't done a whole lot this season. But that's the yeah. thing. he Production-wise, hasn't done a lot. But you're getting double teams on him every play, which leaves Goddard one-on-one, which leaves Smith one-on-one. Which leaves, you know, Kez Watkins really hasn't done a whole lot down the stretch, but he's still, you know, he's still a speed threat that you have to keep an eye out for. Um, That's the biggest thing about getting A.J. Brown is beyond the production, 
It's just the attention he draws wherever he is on the field. Most likely, you're going to have a cornerback as well as a safety over top of him providing you know extra protection just in case he decides to go long. Cool. Excuse me. That's where my – if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm worried about my secondary holding up in a game like this. You know, the defensive line, I'm not worried about. I'm probably – I'm worried about them as an Eagles fan. You know, they'll probably get a sack or two, in my opinion. It's just going to happen. You know, the Eagles offensive line, they're number one in the league, but they're not impenetrable. You know, the stuff's going to happen. You're going to have a play breakdown. You know, you're going to have a mismatch, and then, you know, it's fine. It happens. Uh, I don't – my concern – for the Eagles, if we're looking at it from their side, their defense again is just a matter of stay is a matter of staying on the gas, just keeping your foot on the gas the entire game. That's also my concern for the offense. If the Eagles go up early in this game, which is a possibility, I think it could happen. Uh, especially if you get if the Eagles get the Eagles will defer. I will say that whenever they win, they always defer to the second half, which is a smart strategic yeah. move. Uh, if you get a stop on the first drive, which, I mean, that first drive is going to set the tone for the game. I mean, that's a very cliche thing, but in a game like this where you have two high-powered teams, it's going to set the momentum, and it's going to be hard if the Eagles get a if the Eagles get a stop on the first drive and then they score, momentum's in their favor, you know, obviously, but it is, and the Chiefs are going to have to fight their way back. They can do that. I have no question in Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. But, you know, you, you, I don't know how to explain it, to be honest. I just think this, it's going to be a really good game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Uh, if it is, I don't think it's going to be the Chiefs. I think it's going to be Eagles because, again, you're looking at it from – if you're looking at it from purely offensive perspective, I'm going with the Eagles because they have more weapons, a better offensive line. Definitely not a better quarterback. I'm not, that, I'm not going that hot take. Uh <laughs> I would say probably better running back. So other than that, just everything but quarterback, I take the Eagles. For yeah. you, for you in this, I guess, what's the weakness you see? You know, maybe the one weakness you see in the Eagles, and the one weakness in the Chiefs that you think could potentially blow them apart in this game. That's a good question. Maybe I would say for the Eagles. I would say their their front seven in terms of run, in terms of run pre, run prevention. Um, it was going to be a good task to see them against the Forty ers but obviously, when you don't, you basically don't have a quarterback for the Forty ers Everyone could just stack the box, and you don't really see if they're good enough to to stop the run. Where when it also could be a pass. So, uh. That was an opportunity to miss to see how good they are against the run. But I think we'll see it a bit more now, especially because McKinnon and Pacheco's a good runner. McKinnon can be a good runner, but he's also a threat out of the backfield. Um, So I think that's a weakness that the Chiefs can kind of target early. If it's successful early, they could play the pass off of that and be successful off of that um, for sure. Um, Maybe throw in, I don't know, some trick plays or something like that. Um, But if you just have the Eagles pin their ears back and rush you, um, I don't think it'll bode well for the Chiefs and Mahomes. That's why I'm not expecting Mahomes to throw over 300 or 275 today. 
I think it's going to be more balanced for them to, to end up winning this game. And for the Chiefs, an over a glaring weakness, I guess I would say, would probably be um I would probably say their receivers possibly and their inexperience in these big games. Um obviously Travis has been there, but you have Sky Moore, Miko Harmon's been there. Um Miko and Travis are really the only two. But then you have Juju, first Super Bowl appearance, MBS, uh Sky Moore. Um, people like that, younger tight ends that they have, it's them like it's those players like that that if you're expecting a big play out of them, yeah, Mahomes might make the throw, but they're gonna have to come up with the catch uh in the end and secure secure the play all the way to completion. So I think if they are trailing the Chiefs or one of them's gonna have to make a big play. Um if I had to put money in, it'd probably be Juju, just because he's been in bigger games, I guess, but someone's gonna have to make the bigger play. I guess a good Eagles secondary. Um, that's kind of the weakness for me, just because I could, I don't want to say it, but I they I could see a couple drops maybe where Mahomes makes a great throw and maybe one of them drops or don't complete it. Um, I think that could be very, very demoralizing for them, and that's kind of like the weakness I see for them because it's just so demoralizing when Mahomes is doing everything he can and everybody else isn't really doing their part. So, those are the two biggest weaknesses I see. Um. What about you? What do you think for for either team? I mean, I guess I ta- I I talked about it a little bit, but yeah, again, weaknesses you're looking at. There isn't a whole lot for this Eagles team. The one thing, again, like I just talked about, you know, they got up in games early a lot this season. You're going up 14-21 nothing and they let off the gas. Not allowed teams to get back in the game. That's the one thing that scares me about this team is because the Chiefs are well, of course they are the they are the other best team in the league. Uh, maybe figure maybe you know based off performance, but also because they're in the Super Bowl, so they are the two best remaining teams, you know, in the league. Players, coaches, whatever. That's the thing that scares me the most is that you can't. Keep your foot off the gas pedal, especially if you get up early. You cannot let Patrick Mahomes get back in the game. Because once you let Mahomes just get a little auto gap, a little chink in the armor, it's going to be hard to, you know, to keep him from attacking your defense. And he will. There will be drives where I'm probably on the couch with my hands over my face wondering (laughs) what the heck is going on. Jesus T.J. Edwards, cover Travis Kelsey, something along those lines. It'll probably happen. I also probably be on my feet cheering. Oh, my Oh my gosh, Devontae Smith, 95-yard touchdown. No, not 95, <laughs> not 95-yard touchdown. But, you know, it's going to be one of those games where I think it's not going to be a purely dominant performance by the Eagles offense or the Eagles defense or the Chiefs offense or the Chiefs defense. You know, the uh, it's, again, cliche, and it's been talked about on every sports site and sports station possible, but the battle will be, the battle, the main battle will be fought in the trenches on both sides, but I think the other big battle, again, is going to be that Chiefs secondary against the Eagles passing attack. Uh, that is my, that's my positive for this game, 
I think the Eagles can do a lot of damage to that to that Chiefs secondary because you don't have that veteran presence in the secondary like you did before with Tyron Matthew. You also don't have Travari our various ward. Mm-hmm. I think he's on he was on the Chiefs. And there's someone else that went out for them. I forget who was earlier in the season. Um but yeah, you're going up against AJ Brown. You're going up against Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, Kez Watkins. Uh, not really Kez Watkins, really just those top three. Uh, and then the rushing attack. Something of note, I just noticed they were predicting the NFL MVPs. Mahomes is one of them. Mahomes is one of them. And then Hassan Reddick was the other one. Who do you think was the other MVP pick? There was two that picked Mahomes, one that picked Hassan Reddick, and there was one other. Can you tell me which team it was for? Eagles. Um, maybe. Oh, I just had it. Who was I going to say? Uh, for the Eagles, Miles Sanders. Yeah, actually, Miles Sanders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they picked Miles Sanders. You can go either way in this game. I think it's you know you're either looking at an Eagles rushing attack that goes for, you know, probably over a hundred yards. Or you're looking at a team, you're looking at an Eagles offense that'll probably, yeah, again, they're all you're probably going to get close to 100 yards rushing, and I'd say over 300 yards passing. For the Chiefs, it's probably going to be just about the same, maybe a little bit less on the rushing side, probably close to 60, 70, 80. Uh, passing, it'll probably be a big game for them. Uh, they average the most in the league at 296. The Eagles typically allow teams to around only 186. Uh, I'd probably say Mahomes will get around 250 to three to 275 in this game with two TDs, uh, in my opinion. So this game is going to be it, – it, I don't think people are, you know, properly giving it – giving both teams their credit for how far they've come. They have. But I have also seen a lot, again, like we talked about, a lot of teams are, or a lot of people are saying it's going to be a blowout one way or the other. You know, whether it's the Chiefs going up big on the Eagles, which, you know, will make me cry all day tomorrow. <sighs> or, you know, it's the Eagles blowing the Chiefs out, which will make me cry all day, to, all night tonight and all day tomorrow. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. It's going to be a close game. And I'm very excited for it. Like, again, I, like I talked about, I've been up since 6 a.m., I could not sleep. All I've been thinking about is the Super Bowl for the last two weeks since we won against the 49ers. So it's just been nonstop and the day is finally here. And I'm more than excited for the Super Bowl. The last couple of minutes, let's get into our picks for this game. I'll start with you. Give me your MVP, your Super Bowl MVP, and you think. I don't know. I we'll go picks. We'll go team pick. We'll go winner picks last. We'll go MVP. Who's your? Who do you think will be the MVP? And who do you think will be? I don't. I don't think they do offensive or defensive MVP. Um, but we'll do it. Just we'll do it. Just in, we'll just do it. You know, for whatever. Uh so who's your MVP overall, and then your offensive and defensive MVP? Okay. For the sake of the show, for the sake of the people listening, I'm going to go with the side of the Chiefs 
because I know you're going to go with the Eagles. So I'll give our fans something to listen to, something interesting, not just both of us talking about the Eagles, um, because it could go either way. But for the Chiefs to win, Super Bowl MVP has to be Mahomes, obviously. It has to be. Um, it's going to either – they're going to either ride – hit his wave of momentum to the end, or it might be one of his mistakes ends of losing them, losing it for them. So I want to go him MVP, offensive MVP. Someone I think is going to be a big help for him would probably be, I'm going to say Isaiah Pacheco. I'm going to go with Pacheco. Um, Cause I think Kelsey will get a lot of the attention. He'll make his plays for sure. He might get a touchdown. Maybe if they get into the red zone, but I think Pacheco will be vital um, for them to make it a lot more balanced for the Eagles not to send seven guys on Mahomes every time. They're gonna have to. He's gonna have to show up in a big way, get some trunk yards, get some first downs, um, for them to really, really have a good chance of winning. And on the defensive side, uh, for them, I'm gonna have to go with Chris Jones. If he could disrupt the game like to a level that he did against the Bengals, obviously with a less superior offensive line that the Bengals had. He's going to have to work for it definitely a lot more in this one. But if he could wreck the game right up the middle, I think it might throw Jalen Hurts off a bit. You're going to see him scrambling, which he's good at, and throwing it on the run. He's good at that. But if he's doing it every play, it throws off the timing a bit. Um, Having Chris Jones in your face throws off the timing um, a lot. And if he's just wrecking the game, stuffing runs, getting in the backfield to get to Jalen Hurts, they can't really do the option that will if he's in there in like two seconds or less. Um, I think he's going to have another game. He's going to have to have another game like that um, for this Chiefs team to get the Eagles off the field, one, and keep the Eagles defense out there a lot more, get them tired. That way Mahomes has more time to throw. They're a lot more gas, and that way maybe they could get up a few uh, 10 points, 14 points, and then force Jalen Hurts to throw it a lot more than running and throwing. So, those are my three picks. Final score prediction for the game. Uh, it'll probably be, if I'm going with the Chiefs, the Chiefs will win 31. No, no, no. They'll, they'll win 30 to they'll win thirty to 27 in the end. That's fair. I'm glad you picked the Chiefs, honestly, so we don't go, we don't both go Eagles in this one. Uh, yeah, again, if you haven't listened to this all year, I will ride with my Eagles <laughs> to the end. I'm wearing my AJ Brown jersey, which we have won in the last five times I wore it. The last time I wore my other jersey, which is my uh, retro jer- my retro jersey that my dad actually had from the 80s, uh, it was another tight end, John Rutledge. Uh, it's a number 88, so now it's Dallas Goddard. Uh, I wore that when we played the Saints, and we got we got killed in that game. And I've never worn it since. I've worn this A.J. Brown jersey since, so I will stick with it for tonight, and I think that's going to get us the win because that's my game pick. I will get into that after my MVP picks. MVP for me in this game, I'm going to go A.J. Brown. I think A.J. Brown finally has his game. Uh, most people are probably going to go Jalen Hurts. If you, you know, I probably will go. I probably most likely it will be Jalen Hurts. I feel like A.J. Brown has just been poised for a breakout game all season. I feel like we could see that happen against a really porous and inexperienced uh, Chiefs secondary. That'll be my Super Bowl MVP. My offensive MVP will be Jalen Hurts. 
Uh, I don't really know. I don't think you have to say too much for that one. Uh, again, like Mahomes, they're both incredibly good at scrambling and rushing the ball well. More hurts than Mahomes. Uh, but yeah, if you're go, I mean, you could eyes, you could flip flop it. You could easily go. Hurts as the MVP and Brown is the offensive MVP. I'm going to flip-flop it, Brown MVP, and Hurts as the offensive MVP. Defensive MVP, I'd be remiss to not say it's going to be Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick has been an absolute steal of steals this season. He probably is the best signing by any team in the league this season. That is non-biased, but also extremely biased. He's been a game wrecker of game wreckers all postseason and all season long. And I think he's going to have another big night. He's going to be the main factor to getting Patrick Mahomes off of his game and out of the pocket. They're going to be able to contain him. And if you can get him off of his game early in this one, I think it's only going to help the Eagles' chances going into the rest of the game. So I think my defensive MVP is going to be Hassan Reddick. And, yeah, of course, I want to see the Eagles win. Of course, I'm going to take the Eagles. I'm going to go 35-28. Eagles take this one, and they will get their second Super Bowl in seven years. And I will be climbing the light poles in Morgantown, and I will be so incredibly mad that I am not back in Philadelphia for this one. Final question. Would you go, go? Would you go to the parade if they won? I don't know if you went to the last one. Oh, come Oh, come on now. Of course I did. I got two roommates here that are, are Philly fans, and I don't think either of them went. Actually, maybe one did, but one of them didn't. But did yeah? would you go to the uh, parade? Oh, uh, God, that's a tough question. I don't think so because uh, I don't wouldn't? have a car. Oh, I mean, well, I, don't, I, well, I don't have a car. Yeah, you you would know that of, out of anyone. You drive me everywhere. Um, <laughs> probably not, but again, I'm going to be so mad that I'm going to miss it. Uh, yeah, I went to the first one in 2017. It was incredible. It was an amazing experience, and hopefully we'll be able to have that again tonight, and you know, I'll definitely be able to cry a little bit with my dad. So I want to say thank you again to everyone that has listened to us this season. We'll be back to review this Super Bowl tonight at 6.30 between the Eagles and the Chiefs. Thank you again for listening throughout the season. Once again, we'll be back next week to recap the Super Bowl and preview the offseason, which is already getting into high gear. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you next week.